Okay, I'm testing this because this is the first podcast I've done in months. I'm sorry. And I'm not sure if I've remembered how to actually do this. I know I've made that joke before in the past, but this is actually true. So I'm just doing a little test here and then we will be up and running. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Harry's podcast. I'm sorry, it's been long overdue. I've not done one since November the 16th, I think. And yeah, that's just crap. I'm really sorry. But thank you to a few people that reached out to me and said they missed it because that was really nice. And they sped up the process of me coming back and doing one of these again, because I do miss it. I did miss it and I just needed a kick up the arse and, uh, and I'm back. So I'm sat here, I've got my coffee, I'm feeling good. I've gone French press, I've changed over. I've gone from Nespresso capsules or whatever the hell they are that are ruining the environment. And now I'm, I've gone French press. And I know that's not the newest thing. I know kids at the moment are, are downloading an app and then you know choosing their coffee beans and, and then pressing a button and the coffee beans come out of their phone. I believe that's a thing that's happening at the moment. I'm not quite up to that. Can't afford that subscription. So purely French press for me, but it's been a it's been a game changer. Wake up, get the French press on, uh, do a few things, check an email, and then the coffee's there. It's fresh. It's nice. So just gonna have a little sip now. Because that's always nice to hear, isn't it, on your podcast? The uh, the person sipping a drink so where have we been up to uh beginning of the year january was a write-off january just went by um you know happily went by all i did was really read because i sort of said to myself just chill man just don't don't get stressed about the year don't come out of the gate like you're gary vaynerchuk and you're just like yeah i'm gonna dominate i'm gonna do this i'm gonna world domination just don't do any of that shit because it's embarrassing. And and to be fair, I don't I'm not normally like that anyway. But what I will say is this year has been the first year in like five years where come January the first, I didn't have like goals written down, a whole plan for the whole year, like a strategy, you know, all that stuff which I'm not criticising or making fun of because I think it's brilliant and I think people should do that. Um, I am a bit a bit like, you know, self-help obsessed and sort of development crazy when it comes to that because I think all those cheesy platitudes of like, well, you know, how are you meant to know where you're going if you don't write down the plan? So f- this year was the first year that I didn't do that and I just thought, you know what, I'm not mentally even in the right place to sit down and dissect a year into four quarters and 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 see what I want to do each quarter because that's what I normally do. And that's even just saying that out loud sounds pathetic, but that's what I do. And so this year, I, I just said, you know what, take January off. Just think. Don't even have to write it down. Just think, read a few novels and watch a few films and just relax and just see how January plays out and see how you feel. You know, and in January, I was still sort of editing a few things and I I was kind of writing things and putting ideas down. But to be honest, it was a, it was an exercise in just like 
sit on the couch um, and read, which isn't totally the whole picture because I did start running in January, like a January cliche, and I ran 70 kilometers, which is quite a lot for someone who hasn't ran for 10 years. So I was running quite a few 5Ks and quite a few 10Ks, and then I got injured. Uh, Of course I did because I hadn't ran for 10 years and then decided that I was like a marathon runner. And so, yeah, I got injured and then couldn't run really for uh, part of February. That was January. January was just exercise and look after the mental health, basically. And then February is when I sort of started to get going, started to think about things. And I wasn't really really excited about much film-wise in terms of, right, I've got to make something because I've been writing and I was also trying to finish up a short film that was with a composer. So that's sort of still in limbo, like with a composer. Um, and I'm waiting to finish that. That's Horror Cells that we shot sort of the end of last year. And I'm excited to finish it because I really want people to see it and to sort of give me feedback. And, um, you know, already, you know, when you make a film and then it has kind of a lengthy post-production, which this one has, you already feel like you've changed as a filmmaker and you've improved. And maybe the idea that you made a film of you could have done way better and, you know, you sort of like reluctant to show it to the world in a way because you're like, oh, I'm better than this. But every filmmaker has that thought pattern and so you sort of have to just get over it and and live with it. So I can't wait to get that film out there. But then I was thinking more of working with writers and, and developing multiple projects because I kind of got a little bit fed up of this one short film and um, just trying to trying to go for that big sort of 10-minute film or 15-minute film uh, just on a career level and sort of like a development level of, well, you know, is that it? Is that just what it is, a 10-minute film, and then, and then you've got nothing? You know, so it'd be nice to just have three or four projects going at the same time. And obviously I'm not I'm not a, a cocaine addict, so I can't I can't develop three or four projects at the same time on my own. So I was kind of looking for writers to to work with, and then from a producer that I'd met on a BFI Network webinar for web series, Ed Adam Lavis. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Adam. Adam Lavis. It could be Adam Lavis. You know, I've never heard his surname uh, pronounced out loud, but but I think it's Lavis. Adam Lavis, who'd made a web series called Spur B&B, he reached out to me like a gentleman because he didn't have to do this at all and said, you need to speak to this writer, Lawrence Trattelos in Manchester. Um, I really think you two will get on. Um, And so I'll hook you guys up. So he sent me an email with Lawrence's uh, email and an intro and, and then Lawrence reached out and sent me a script and I was a bit of an idiot and I read like four pages and I was tired and I didn't quite get it. And I, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll I'll pick that up some other time. And I never did. And then like three weeks later or four weeks later, Lawrence emailed me and said, like, come on, man, read my script. Like, why have you not read my script? Which made me laugh because it was it was just funny. And it was it's exactly what he should have done. He should have he should have just gone, oh, prick, like read my script. I've sent you my script. And I appreciated that. And I read it straight away uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I really, he, he's got a script called Amongst Us and um, just a really funny, brilliant sort of action packed genre script set in Manchester. And 
I really liked the writing and I thought, I've been an idiot here. I've not I've not got in touch with this guy for a month and then I've read his script and it's really good. So I reached out to him. We had sort of a Zoom meeting and then that's when I thought, you know, this guy is somebody who I should be writing with and developing ideas with. So we, we then started the process of pitching each other ideas. Most of these ideas were, were, were awful. I mean, not just Lawrence's, but my, my, my ideas were, were, were dreadful. And we were just trying to, we were stuck. We were stuck on an idea to do. And I didn't want to just do something for the sake of it because there's no point in doing that. And now we've got to a point where we, we've got something. We've done like eight drafts of a 10-page script and we're going to shoot it in a couple of weeks. We, we're doing three shooting days, one of which is April the 4th, which is not far away. That's the first shooting date. And then we're going to do two more the following week. So we've got to split it up for various reasons. But I'm excited about it. It's weird. It's ambitious. And I think Lawrence compliments me in the fact that I can disappear up my arsehole a bit too much with sort of art house cinema and trying to be subtle. And... Um, you know, I feel like I need to be a bit more audience friendly and a bit more willing to head over to sort of genre, really, genre filmmaking and, and filmmaking that's just a bit more exciting and more happens, you know. And I think coming off the experience of early days, which I still I still really appreciate and like that web series, but also looking at yourself as a filmmaker and a writer and going... Is this the most entertaining thing? Probably not. You know, people people liked it and they found it funny. But I think in terms of storytelling and sort of getting to that next level of having a TV show and or showing you can direct a TV show, uh, I need to step out of my comfort zone a bit more and be a bit more ambitious. And and also it comes back to some feedback that James Slater gave me, um, where he said. It was more to do with me acting in stuff uh, and, and James saying, why don't you get somebody else to direct you acting? You know, you write the script and get someone to direct it, which is still um, still possible in the future. I'm not too keen on it at the moment, but I think having Lawrence there as a, as a sounding board is is maybe um, doing a little bit what James was, was trying to uh, get me to do. You know, the advice that James was sort of, circle in there which is you know you need you need a second pair of eyes so that's going well uh, in terms of web series and harry's show i feel like a complete failure and that i owe people an apology which is silly because i don't think people actually really give a shit that much but we shot four of these harry uh like mini shorts two of which went online and i think did did well losing the plot on bad dream and then the other two that i shot uh, good day writing and lying they're kind of just sitting on my computer waiting to be um sort of finished uh like minimal tweaks and then and then i can send them to ryan to do the sound mix which wouldn't take long at all because they're like one minute two minutes each and then obviously horror cells which was kind of meant to be part of harry's show but then it got out of hand and became like this eight minute short film so Originally, when I started this podcast, it was all about that web series. It was all about, you know, can I do a podcast along with this web series? And I, I think I said 20 shorts or 30 shorts, which sounds um, sounds ridiculous now. But, like, there's no reason why I can't still do it. You know, we've done, we've got four and 
I'm writing ideas down all the time in that little weird universe. But I think it might just develop into something else. It might develop something with, with Lawrence because Lawrence and I have already spoken about, let's get this short film done and let's try and put some TV pitches together and, and pitch to some companies and and get some stuff out there and see what people think. And if it leads to something, then that's cool. And if not, then maybe let's just make a web series or make a more ambitious pilot. So I am a little bit fed up with sort of traditional routes and that, that whole funding thing and trying to get something together for funding. The last time I, I spoke, maybe I mentioned funding and trying to go for it and sort of jumping through those hoops. Uh, at the moment, uh, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm thinking more... I want to make as much as I can. Because last year, I think I shot five things, but a lot of them were very short, you know. A lot of them were very short films. Sort of Some of them were one minute. Obviously, Horror Cells, which no one's seen yet, is eight minutes. That was the longest thing. But this year, I just want to, I just want to make as much as possible because the year that we all had last year, but in December, I interviewed for... A directing gig for it would have been a one-off tv pilot for, for the bbc like a comedy special and i believe i got down to sort of the last couple and then they went with someone else which in hindsight now it kind of feels like well they probably made the right decision and obviously i felt wounded at the time because i thought you know what i could have done something really good there but it wasn't to be and I think it will be a blessing moving forward because I can focus more on the stuff that I want to develop and the stuff that I want to I want to make. So it's uh that was that was a bit of a wake up call. It was a nice inspirational pat on the back because the interview I think went really well and I think I conducted myself uh in a pretty good manner for somebody going after a TV job. But then obviously you don't get it and you kind of look inwards and go, "Well, why did you th- why didn't I get it?" you know, and this other person got it. And the answers to that are pretty obvious to me. And so I have to kind of address them, you know, and and it comes down to sort of more professional work, more professional looking work, ambitious storytelling, working with actors um, that are of a higher caliber, higher profile, you know, all these sort of obvious filmmaking 101 things that, that bring attention to your, to your work. So that's that's on my mind and and I'm 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 working towards that and I think this new short film Harry is not okay which is a super narcissistic sounding title but that was Lawrence's title I assure you uh, and I like it I do like it so this new short Harry is not okay kind of addresses a few of those things because it is more ambitious it is sort of leaning towards genre a bit like horror cells is and I've got three actors that I've cast that I'm really impressed with and I can't wait to work with them and I think they're going to be really charismatic on screen because they just have that um, they have that in them. So I can't I can't wait for that. In the spirit of January, in terms of sort of taking a step back and chilling and relaxing a little bit and and getting that no from the TV gig, I'm kind of not looking past May. I'm not looking past May June. I'm kind of planning for things. I've got a couple of things planned, but I'm not looking at the whole year. And and my advice to you out there is. Maybe don't look at the whole year because it's a difficult time at the moment and it, and it can get you down if you look at the whole year. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're positive and you're driven and you've got it in your mind like you're going to crush the year and you've got that Vaynerchuk annoying uh, mentality, then Godspeed, that's great and, I, and I'm really happy for you because sometimes I'm like that. 
And at the moment, that feels like a totally different person uh, who who feels like that. You know, sometimes when I'm in the thick of uh, a production like process in terms of early days, that's when I'm on sort of a higher level of productivity and I'm feeling great about things and I'm like firing on all cylinders and things are getting done. And the last couple of months just haven't been like that. Um, but that's that's all right, you know, because it's like that. And I think going forward, there is going to be a burst of productivity now in the next three or four months where I probably release four things and two of them are roughly 10 minutes. And I think if you can release ten, two 10-minute 10 short films, like in a whole year, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good going. So to do that in the next four months is going to be nice. And then it's working up ideas that can sort of get me closer to closer to that agent, closer to that industry conversations with people who are really considering your work and going, should we give this filmmaker a bit of money to do something, to make a a demo or a calling card or something. So I feel like those conversations are going to happen this year. They're going to be inevitable by the end of the year. But I'm not um, I'm not really looking past May because I've got to get this short film done and I've got to get the other things out. And I am also thinking about this. What do I want to do with Harry's show as a web series? Because I, I do want to do something that is weekly or, you know, it is regular. And I don't want them to be these Twitter comedian videos because I just can't do that or I don't feel comfortable doing that. I want to do what I do, but sort of in that in that space. So, for example, I've spoken about Gabriel Bell before on the podcast, uh, sort of a diary cartoonist who does these amazing autobiographical comics. And she does a brilliant thing called July's Diary. And sort of every year, I think she did it for five years. I could be totally talking out of school here, but I think she did it for five years. And she put out a comic every day, like a four panel or a six panel uh, comic strip. And then at the end of the month, she had all this material and she released it as a book. And I love the idea, but again, it's a case of being able to do it somehow when you're trying to progress the career because it's always weighing up like the pretentious what's best for my development? Like what's, without sounding wanky, but it's impossible because it is wanky. Like what's the best for my artistic development versus what's going to get me the agent? What's going to get me a career? When really those two things are entwined because the thing that develops you artistically and makes you more you, that is what's going to make you more attractive to the industry. So it's, it's hard to keep uh, reminding yourself of that because when you're doing silly little projects or what seems to me as silly little projects um, and also seems to other people, you know, other people might be going, what the fuck is Harry doing making a one-minute short film or a two-minute short film? Like, what the hell is the point of that? Well, when I got interviewed for this TV directing gig, one of the things that they mentioned in the interview was the short films. They mentioned losing the plot and they mentioned Bad Dream. So that was nice and, and, and it was kind of, again, a pat on the back that, you know, I've not been barking up the wrong tree and I am doing the right things to progress my style and my voice. So going back to Gabriel Bell, she does these diaries of, you know, one every, one every day for 30 days and I was like, I could do something like that in video that would be cool, you know, that was that was in a diary format that was kind of spread over a month and sort of put something out every day for a month and that would be really interesting, I think, and it'd be really funny and... um at least interesting, an interesting project to do. So that that's on my mind, whether it'll happen or whether I'll just keep 
putting out these videos at random intervals. Um, I don't know, but I am I am feeling inspired to do something in that area again of, of, of web series. It's just, it's a matter of working out the workflow. The workflow that I was doing before, it was making them look really beautiful. And that is the intention. You know, you want to work with cinematographers that are, that are allowed to make their best work. And it's and it, obviously it's good for the whole thing because people like stuff that looks good and the industry judges you on what looks good. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's like a, a big part of it. It's not always the storytelling and the acting, unfortunately. A lot of people are shallow and they just go, is it shot on an Alexa? Is it Does it look good? Okay, yeah, I'll press play or I'll give it a watch. So it, it's balancing that and uh, my sort of being unable to sit still and just wanting to create and wanting to act and wanting to put something out there. So whether that's going to be on an iPhone and then I'm going to, you know, obviously write as well. I'm not just going to do that. I'm going to write these more ambitious ideas that I can then pitch with Lawrence or I can make down the line. Okay, so that's everything from episode 23 of Harry's podcast. I'm sorry that I've not been in touch since November, but I need a little bit of time away. Now I'm back. I'm feeling good. I've got my French press. And it's going to be a productive year. If you are one of the people that have listened to this within a couple of days of it going online, I am very grateful because uh, I really like doing this. And obviously, if no one listened to it, that would be kind of tragic. So it's nice that you listen to it. Thank you. And I hope that you get something out of my rambles and this sort of filmmaker diary. So thank you and see you next time.